This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Chuck Ford and Relate Church in Byron, Mississippi. For more information, please visit RelateChurch.com. All right, good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. We're so thankful for you, so grateful for you. And uh, glad we get to celebrate with you today. How many of you ready to, to receive the word? And um, I believe that God's got a word for us today. Hey, just, uh, just a little bit of just a recap and then a couple of announcements. First of all, we've got a, you know, last week we began this series and we talked about how Jesus honored children's ministry. Y'all, y'all remember last week and, and how he you know, he, he stopped the parade, he stopped the, the procession, and he, he brought the children, he allowed the children come to him, and he ministered to the children, and so the children didn't take a back seat to any other thing that he was doing. As a matter of fact, he put it first. He put it first. He said, let the little children come to me, for such is the kingdom of God. And so we talked, you know, about children's ministry and the importance, and we had a number of people ex- express interest, and so... If, if your heart was stirred, and even if your heart is not stirred, but you're just looking for a place to plug in, uh, we would love to have your ministry. We would love for you to be able to exercise your gift. You say, well, my, I'm called to, to minister to people. Well, children are people, right? They, they are people. And so uh, it'll be, the, it'll be the, the greatest work that you could ever do. D.L. Moody said this. He said, after winning millions of souls to the Lord, he said, if I could... If I could do it all over again, if I could just hit the reset button and live my life over again, he said, I would devote my entire life to reaching children for Christ. There, there's nothing more important. And we gave you the statistics. Can't go back over the message. Listen to it on the podcast. But it's so important that these ages from 7 to 18 years, years old, 63% of the people who will ever be born again will be born again between the ages of 7 years old and 18 years old. So uh, it just makes really smart business sense to invest our, our efforts and our gifts with children. Amen. And so uh, if your heart's stirring or it's not stirring, you say, you know what, I, I, I just want to help. Uh, you need to go back there to the, to the kids' information. Let them know back there, hey, I want to I help with kids' ministry. And, and in conjunction with that, we've got, we've got kids' camp coming up. Kids' camp is, is June 28th through July 1st. Kids' camp, and they, we do this in Alabama. And so we'll take a group of kids to Alabama for kids' camp. That's June 28th through July 1st. And we also have youth camp coming up July 15th through the 20th in Deland, Florida. That's just right in the Daytona Beach area at Stetson University. So it's always just a powerful, powerful camp. Several, you know, a couple of thousand, you know, students there. And it's just powerful camp. And so, you know, get your kids there. Say, well, I don't have the money. I tell you what, make the commitment, do what you can, and let's believe God for the money to come in through people who want to sponsor and help out. Let's trust God. I, would never, I never want to see a child not go to camp because they don't have the money to go to camp, all right? And so please, 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 it's important. I mean, this is, these are times where, where the Holy Spirit can really put a mark on someone's life. And so just say, just say I'm going to do it. Say, well, they don't really want to go. Look, you're the parent. They're the kid. Tell them they're going. Just tell them they're going to go. I mean, you're, you're the parent, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, they don't want to. They're kids. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to eat their spinach, right? 
So you don't, you don't ask them, do you want to go? Just guess what? I signed you up for camp. You're going. All right. That's my parenting message for today, okay? <clears throat> All right. So, so last week, we, we really we, we just brought attention to our children's uh, workers and our children's ministry and, and, and what they do. This week, we are, we're, of course, honoring mothers. Next week, we're honoring some just some really special people in our midst and, and, and leaders in our midst. We're, we're honoring them. And then on the final Sunday of this month, of course, Memorial Day weekend, we're going, we're going to honor not only those who have fallen in those families, but we've got deployed military right now, so we want to honor them and their f- families right here in our midst. So looking forward to that. And so anyway, today is, uh, is, is a new day, and so we're going to get into the message, and, and we're calling this, this series, we're calling it Shout Out. And Shout Out is all about honor. It's all about, it's all about giving honor to whom honor is due. Everybody say honor. Now, if you didn't realize this, that God is a God of honor. He, 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 I mean, this is, this is such a big attribute of his person, honor. And you can see this all through the scripture. So before we get into the word, I want to pray for it. Then I want to ask you a very important question. And it's so important that you answer this question very honestly. You don't just, you don't just let it pass by. I, I think it's important that at, at times in our life, we just kind of draw a line in the sand and we commit on some things, and then we just let that be our stance. And so the answer to this question that I'm going to want you to answer is very important that you just make up your mind. And I'm not asking you how you think you're going to get there, but I'm just saying, how would you like to be? And we're going to get to that in a minute, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. And, Lord, in in spite of everything that didn't happen right today, I thank you that your word is always on. I thank you that the Holy Spirit is always on. I thank you that that your word is always full of power. I thank you that it gives light unto our path. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Amen. So so here's, here's the question. Here's the question. Y'all ready for it? And, and it's so important how you answer this question. And it's so important that you just don't answer flippantly and, and you, don't, you don't answer just because you know the right answer. It's so important that this answer that you give is really just a line in the sand. It is your stance. It's, it's, it's what you're going to believe. It's what you're going to stand on. It's what you're really going to bank on, okay? And so it's important that we just don't throw it off because you, you think I know how you want to an- the answer to be, all right? It's so important that you answer for yourself, that you answer for yourself. So here's, here's the question. Here's the question. Y'all ready for it? How many of you, I don't know if you're even ready for the question or not. Y'all ready for the question? <clears throat> How many of you would like to be a magnet for God's favor? How many of you would like to be a magnet for God's favor in your life. And when I'm talking about God's favor, I'm talking about something very specific. I'm talking about God's protection. I'm talking about God's blessing. I'm talking about God's prosperity. I'm talking about God's presence in your life. How many of you would like to be a magnet for God's favor in your life? Let me see your hand. You say, yeah, I, I want to be a magnet for God's favor. Now, y'all know what a magnet is, don't you? 
right? Y'all know what a magnet is? I mean, a magnet has just got this, this invisible force that just draws certain material to it, right? I mean, just gets, gets, gets within, depending on the strength of the magnet, it just gets in, in a certain vicinity of something. I mean, it'll just, it'll just draw it to itself really quick. And it's the same with our life. Our life can be a magnet for God's favor. And here's the thing. Your magnet can be weaker or it can be stronger. Your life can be weaker or stronger to the degree that, that you are a magnet for God's favor. Now, I know people, you know people, it just seems like, I mean, they, they go through life and it just seems like that they're, they're one of God's favorite. And if you didn't know any better, if you didn't know any better from the Word of God, you would think that God loved them more than he loved you. It just seems like, man, things are, good things are always happening to them. The goodness of God is always manifested in their life. They're always getting these unexpected blessings, and they always have these testimonies of God's provision and these testimonies of God's protection and, and, and testimonies of God's goodness. And, and maybe you're sitting back and go, wow, man, I wish stuff like that would happen to me sometimes. And so if you didn't know any better from the Word of God, you would think that God loved them more than he loves you. But we all know from the word that God is no respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. Are you listening? He is, he's not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. Smith Wigglesworth said this, that God would pass over a million people to find one person who's in faith. So he, he's not, although he doesn't love you more than he, or anyone else more than he loves you, he is a respecter of faith. And faith and honor are so connected together. I mean, they are so connected together, faith and honor. So how many of you want to be a magnet for God's favor, God's prosperity, God's protection, God's presence, God's goodness in your life? How many of you want it? And so we all know people who are kind of like that. And the Word of God is full of people like this. Now, I forgot to start my timer, y'all, so y'all going to have to help me. So just, just wave your hands when my time's getting up, okay? <laughs> Not before my time's getting up, though. So. <laughs> so, so throughout the Word, we find people who are, it just seems like, man, just the blessings of God are just, I mean, it just, they attract it. Amen. Right? Yeah. I mean, you think about this in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He, he talks about some th certain things. And he said, if you'll do certain things, he said, all these blessings will what? They will come upon you and overtake you. In other words, you're going to be a magnet for the favor of God. Something's going to come upon you and overtake you. You're going to be a magnet for the favor of God, for the blessings of God. I don't know about you. I want that to be me. And so I think about Abraham. And I think about Isaac, and I think about Jacob, and I think about David, and I think about Solomon. And all these people in the Word of God, it just seems like God must have loved them more, but it wasn't that he loved them more. They just discovered the key that opened the windows of heaven and that a blessing was poured out upon them, the favor of God was poured out upon them, and things just began to come up on them and overtake them. 
And they experience the prosperity of God. They experience the protection of God. They experience the goodness of God in their life. And I don't know about you, but I want that to be for me. And I want that to be for you. But the thing is, they discovered the key. You say, well, you're going to talk about tithing. That's not what I'm going to talk about at all. You say, well, the Bible says if you tithe, you'll open the windows of heaven. Yeah, but there's something behind the tithe. And what's behind the tithe is the key. It's not the money. The money is not what opens the windows of heaven. The amount is not what opens the window of heaven. It's the honor that's attached to the tithe. Oh, this is good preaching, y'all. It is the honor. It is the honor that is attached to what you're doing is what opens the windows of heaven. And why the blessing is poured out and you just can't, I mean, there's just not enough room to receive it all. The blessings of God come upon you and they overtake you and it's because the key is honor. It's honor. Everybody say honor. honor. And we're, we're living more and more in an honorless society. A disrespectful society. Are you listening? And it's the reason why things don't go well. How many of you want it to go well for you? How many of you want to live a long time? You want it to go well for you and you want to live a long time. Well, you have to live an honorable life. Amen. So these people, the people that you know and, and people and in in characters in, in, the, in the Bible... They've discovered the key. They've discovered the key for the favor of God. And it is honor. It's honor. So listen to this statement because here's here's the big key. Here's the big principle right here. And they've discovered this. When I honor who or what God honors, I honor God. And bring God's honor on my life. When I honor who God honors, I'm honoring God. And in honoring God, I bring the honor of God on my life. Listen to this scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, the B part of this scripture. God said this, he said, I will honor those who honor me. I will honor those who honor me. And I will despise those who think lightly of me. Which that is what dishonor is. It is to think lightly or to esteem lightly. That is dishonor. And so what did God say? He said, I will honor those who honor me. So if you want the honor of God in your life, which is connected to the favor of God on your life, If you want God's honor on your life, if you want God to honor you with his favor, with his provision, with his prosperity, with long life, with goodness all the days of your life, guess what? You'll have to become a person of honor. And you will have to learn to honor God. He He said, I will honor everyone who honors me. So this is no respect for a person. God said this is, open. this is open for anybody. Anybody who chooses to do this can do this. Anyone who chooses to honor me, you can bank on it. I will honor them. 
And it doesn't matter where you grew up. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Any of that thing doesn't matter. If you will honor me, I will honor you. And we see Abraham was honored by God. Oh, boy, was he honored by God. He, uh, Isaac was honored by God. David was honored by God. Solomon was honored by God. I mean, just the favor of God on their life. And that's what honor is. When God honors you, it shows up with this supernatural, unexplainable favor. And it goes beyond the parking space at the front of the mall. It's a whole lot better than that. Right? right? Are you listening? Okay, so now get this. To honor means to esteem something as valuable. You esteem it as valuable. You attribute worth and weight to something or someone. You're, You're attributing worth or weight to it, it means to appreciate or to add value to something or someone. It means to appreciate or add value. How many of you have ever uh, done things to add value to your home? I mean, you do a new kitchen or you upgrade your bathrooms, or you do something. And what happens when you do that? You're adding value. Yes, you're spending something, but what you're spending does, is, is lesser than the value that your home appreciates, right? So you can, you can, you can put in $1,000, but your house is going to go up in value by $10,000, so to, to honor means that you're adding value to something. You're appreciating something. And then the opposite would be true. To dishonor means that you are, you are subtracting value from something. You are, and, and then you depreciate that item, right? And so if you let your house go and you don't ever do anything, what, guess what? The value of that home is going to depreciate. But if you're, if you're putting in, the value of that home is going to go up. It's going to appreciate in value. So to honor means that we appreciate, we add value to something or someone. We add value to it, all right? So <clears throat> when we honor what God honors, we're honoring God. And then we bring God's honor upon our life when we do that. Amen? So who or what are we to give honor to? So the title of this message is Give Honor, Receive Honor. How many of those? That sounds simple. I mean, give and you shall receive, right? So if you give honor, guess what's going to happen? You're going to receive honor from God. Now, a lot of times, well, I'm going to honor God, but there's very few ways that we can honor God directly. There's very few ways that we can just directly honor God and say, well, I sing songs to him. Yeah, but Jesus talked about that. He said, you're, you're, you're drawing near to me with your lips, and you're honoring me with your lips, but your heart's far from me. Amen. So it's not just lip service. It's not just singing songs. And so there's very few ways that we can just directly honor God. If we're going to honor God, we have to honor God by honoring who God honors 
and what God honors. Does that make sense to you? So the only way, that really, maybe not the only way, but most of the time, the only way that you can really honor God is by honoring someone else or something else. That you've got to place value on, what, on who God places value on, and you've got to place value on what God places value on. This is really good preaching. This will help you. Yeah, I mean, y'all just told me. Y'all just told me I want to be a magnet for the favor of God. I, I want, well, I'm, we're talking about how to do it. And this, this I mean, the, the Lord is just showing me this this week. As a matter of fact, I had all my notes done. I had, I had all my notes done. And I, and I woke up yesterday morning. I said, man, this isn't, this isn't right. And so the Lord began to, to stir some things in my heart. So I had to redo all my notes. I had to work on my day off just to, to get this right. But th- this is right, right? So h- how, do we, how, do we, how do we become a, a magnet for God's favor in our life? What is the key that unlocks the door? Honor. Honor. So who or what should we, should we honor? Now, let me just say this first. Honor begins with God's claim on a person or a thing. It doesn't begin with your assessment of that person or that thing. It begins with God's assessment. What does God say about that person? What does God say about that thing? That's where honor begins. Now get this, honor is is decided. It's not deserved. You don't give honor because someone deserves honor. You decide to give honor because of the claim that God has made on the person, on the thing, on the position Are you listening to me? And so it's not deserved. It's decided. And anybody in here can make a decision today that I'm going to be a person of honor. That I I choose to honor. And it's not deserved. I just make a decision today. I decide to be a person of honor. Now, if if you make a, it takes faith to do that. And when you decide, I'm getting excited about this. When you decide to do that, guess what? You are setting yourself up for the favor of God to come upon your life. To, and your magnet is getting stronger and stronger. And so you're going to just be attracting more and more to you. Amen. <clears throat> so, number one, I should give honor to the church. Let me ask you, is, did, did God place a value upon his church? Yes. Now, we know this. The church is not, it's not brick and mortar. It's made up of people who most of the time are really not deserving of honor. But did God place a value on the church? Does he see the church perhaps in a way that you and I don't see it. Oh, yeah, he said, you know what he he said? The church is the bride of Christ. The church, he says, is the wisdom 
of God. The church is the hope of the world. The church is a city on a hill that can't be hidden. I mean, God placed a value on the church. And so, so often people have such a low value of the church. Put things before it all the time. Are you listening? Put things before it. Put family before it. Uh Uh-oh. But God said, he invited us in to this family he calls a church. And he has, there's tremendous value that he places on it, all right? So, uh, he values the church. And so, because he values the church, we should value the church. We should appreciate the church. You know what that doesn't mean? That doesn't mean we just get on social media. Ooh, I love my church. I love Relate Church. I just appreciate my church. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not what it is. That's not. We, we've, we've watered down that word appreciate to just something we say. I appreciate you. But if we truly appreciate someone or something, what are we going to do? We add value to it. We make it better. We make it stronger. This is good preaching, y'all. This is good preaching. Man, this is, and what is this? This is the key. That if we'll do it, man, it's just going, just open the windows of heaven. Why? Because God is a God of honor. Number one, we honor the church. Number two, I should give honor to the governing authorities. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now listen. Romans 13, 1 and 2 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that, that which, which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Now listen, there's a great verse over in Timothy where Paul told Timothy, he said, first of all, I want you to pray. I want there to be prayers, supplications, intercessions, Giving of thanks. I mean, when, 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 when Paul started telling Timothy about how to pray for governing authorities, he said, you're going to have to pull out the whole box on prayer. You, you're going to have to use the whole box of, of prayer. You're going to have to use every kind of prayer when it comes to prayer. He says, pray for kings and all who are in authority. And if you look back through history, very few times have kings, or we would say presidents, have they been godly people. And, 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 I'm not, and I'm not being political at all, but you and I as believers, if we're followers of Christ, there is a way that we are to conduct ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Are you listening? And so, and it doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter if your person got in office or your person didn't get in office. Whoever's in office is in office. And God said that office, that place has been established by God. That doesn't mean the person who is occupying the office is worthy of the honor or worthy of respect. But the office is worthy of honor and the office is worthy of respect. Are you listening? Well, Trump, he don't deserve it. Well, I... I mean, we got enough in the news. I mean, we've seen a lot of stuff, but it's the office. We respect the office. When President Obama was in office, there's stuff he did that I didn't like, but guess what? He was there. He was there. And so what we do, we pray. We pray. So, so, so let's get to something more spiritual. Okay. Think of, think of David and Saul. Saul was anointed king over Israel. Right? And then, and then uh, God came to David. He said, I've rejected Saul as being king. He's not following me. He's not doing And so, so you're going to be king. And so what a lot of us would do, we'd get all puffed up and, man, we'd say, oh, I'm the king. I'm about to run Saul out. And so the, the word says an evil spirit began to torment Saul. And I mean, he'd just, go, he'd just get out of his mind crazy. And he was trying to kill David. And he's throwing spears at him. And they were sticking in the wall. And you know what David said? You know what David said? After all that, he said, I will not touch God's anointed. That is honor. Saul's still in office, even, though, even if, if God has rejected him, he's still in that place. He's still in office, right? He still occupies that place. And, and David said, I'm, I'm not going to touch God's anointed. Even though God has told me, I'm the guy. Saul is still in the office, and I will not touch God's anointed. I will not do his prophets any harm. Are you listening? So we got we got to honor the governing authorities. Number three, I should give honor to my ministers. And this could sell, sound really self-seeking, but somebody's got to say it. Amen. Okay. So notice this in First Timothy chapter five, verse seventeen and eighteen. He says, "Let the elders who rule well." And elders is not necessarily older people; it's people who were who were operating the church who were who are overseeing the church, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. So our, our ministers, and you know, used to, when I first started pastoring 25 years ago, I mean, you, if, you, if you told someone that you were a, a minister or a pastor, I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of an immediate respect. Yes. Today, I don't tell anybody. Because not so much respect anymore. Why? Because we're living more and more in an honorless society. People don't understand respect. They don't understand, they, they don't respect their elders. Are you listening? And, it, and it's the reason why there's so much trouble 
in people's lives. It's because they don't know honor. So we should respect and give honor to our ministers. And number four, and there's many more things that we could talk about. I should give honor to my parents. And I was blessed to have and have two amazing parents. They didn't do everything right. They would tell you they didn't do everything right. But they're my parents, and they did their best. Right? And, and so I was blessed to have that. And I know some people weren't so blessed to have good parents because I've talked to you. Please, you're not talking about me, are you? And then you got your parents sitting next to you. No. <laughs> Nobody in this room. And you've struggled with showing honor and respect because of things that have happened. But remember, honor is decided, not deserved. We honor our parents because of the place they have. Because of the place they have. And, and, and listen to this promise. Honor your father and mother, Ephesians 6, 2 and 3. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Now, now, look, if we honor what God honors, we're honoring God. And in doing that, we're bringing God's honor on our life. Notice this. He said, honor father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. You know, here's your first promise of favor from God. If you will honor, here's your first promise of favor. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. Man. Is that right? Things will go well for you. If what? If you honor your father and your mother. So how would you honor your father? You appreciate them. You add value. You can add value in a number of ways, but you add value to them. You never speak evil of them. Are you listening? Pastor Chuck, you don't understand. You don't understand the abusive home that I grew up in. You don't understand. There is no way I can honor them. You can honor that place. You can honor that place. I'm not saying everything they've done is worthy of respect. No. But you can honor that place. You can make a decision. So that sounds hard. Yeah. And I'm just saying, don't you think the Lord knew when he said this, honor your father and mother, don't you think that he knew that there was going to be some circumstances that weren't that great? That there was going to be some people who grew up in a, in a home that wasn't that, all that great? 
Don't you think he knew that when, 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 he, when he decided to speak these words and, and make this promise? Don't you think God had an idea that, you know what, things might not go so well in some homes? Don't you think he knew that? Y'all help me. Did he? Did he know that? But yet he put it in here anyway, and he says, if you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. This is God's prosperity. Things will go well with you. And what else? You're going to live a long time on the earth. Because if you don't honor them, disrespect them, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> Just kidding. Somebody's going to get beat with a broom. All right. So everybody say this. Say, when I honor who God honors, I honor God and bring God's honor on my life. You know, one way that we can honor God is by, you know, he, he went to such lengths just to bring us into relationship with himself sending his own he honored us by sending jesus to die on the cross for us and one way that we can honor him is just simply return that love back to him and receiving christ amen so i want to pray for you this morning and uh you know if you're in here today and you've and, and i know we've all got adjustments to make in this message right here we've all got some adjustments to make and and we can all we we can hey how many of he, he gave us the key we can take that key and we can begin to unlock doors with it just by honoring what God says we should honor and who God says we should honor. We can begin to unlock some doors, right? And we can make that decision. Just, it's a decision. It's a decision that we don't just, we're going to honor. And guess what? We get to honor mothers today, right? And so we get to honor mothers. We get to appreciate them. You get to take them out to dinner. You get to cook for them. You get to do the dishes. You get to, <clears throat> and other things, and, and Sarah's going, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going, yeah. So we have this opportunity to honor, and we have an opportunity to honor Jesus right now. If you're in here and you've never given your whole heart and your whole life to him, he, he stands ready to receive you, to make you one of his, Amen. So I want, to, I want to pray for you in just a minute, but every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're in here today and you've never given Jesus your whole heart and your life, but you want to, you just, you just seems like on the inside the Holy Spirit's just tugging on your heart. You, just, you know that you need to make a, a, a change. You know you need to make a decision to serve God. If that's you, just lift your hand right now. We're going to pray for you. Anyone in here? I'm looking across the room. Anyone here? Okay. Everybody's saved? All right. Okay, y'all look up at me. Say, I have decided, I have decided to, honor God to honor God by honoring who he honors. Honor who he honors. Amen. Amen. Y'all give the Lord a big hand clap, all right? <laughs>